Oh my god. Was that a toilet? I know. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if you guys do this. Or are you taking the giant whiz? Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lowry, and this week we will talk about the Monday episode with Mark Norman and the Thursday episode, The Umbridge, Scary Sounds, Allison's New Schedule. But first, I'd like to introduce fellow best friends. Welcome, Kelly. Hi. I'm so glad that you're back. It's been a while. Been since December, so I'm glad to be back. Glad we made this work. I know. I'm so bummed it's not in person, but this is at least something. I mean, you're going to be moving at the end of this month now? Is that what the deal is? Yes. Wow. Yes, and I'm having all kinds of feelings about it. That's huge. How long have you lived in California? Um, Since 2007, so okay. yeah, this is pretty, pretty big. Wow. And now you're moving from San Diego to Iowa? Yes. Wow. That's kind yep. of major. <laughs> It's huge. So it's for sure going to be Iowa because I think I saw somewhere either on Twitter or something you were saying that it was between there and maybe Wisconsin. Yeah, um, it's definitely Iowa. My husband got accepted to UNI University of Northern Iowa, so it's definitely happening. No. We still need to have have you on. Thank you for being a fan and really get get down and dirty. That other voice you heard was not a scary sound. That was actually Little Rafi. Welcome, Raphael, aka ASAP Rafi. I don't know how I never thought of that one before. Uh, hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how you been? I'm good. I've been hearing some nice things from Toby about the last episode. Uh, so, thanks for that. And I'll mention that later. Okay. Well, let's. By let's the way, ASAP. Yeah. What it, is uh, Explain. It's a rap reference. There's course. a there's a rap group from Harlem called ASAP Mob, and there's one of the guys called ASAP Rocky. So ASAP Rocky. Oh, that does work. It does. In your own little cute way. ASAP. I meant ASAP. Why? I'm very confused because there's a guy named ASAP Rock. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. We so knew, many, I knew what you meant. So many people that are listening are going to be really confused by that. Um, tonight at dinner, there was a truck that drove by and they were blaring some new country, which means it's not country to me. And my husband said, ugh, new country. And, I thought, and we were just both sitting in our like high, hierarchy. And he's like, well, it's better than rap. I'm like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Although I don't know if I can really get behind that, honestly. it's. I think Leanne would agree that a lot of the sounds in country now have been taken from old not old but like dated hip-hop now so when i listen to the country station it's like very reminiscent of bad rap music right it's like i call it white hunt music like uh coast 104 <laughs> like just crappy soda pop country crap i'm not into it i didn't even realize it was country until he said it i'm like oh is that what that is Ugh. Someone was really proud of blaring it, too. Yeah, that's a bad sign if you can't identify the genre. <laughs> yeah, well, it is me. But, yes, exactly. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is hurting my ears. <laughs> oh, no wonder. It's new country. Let's take this time. You did a shout-out already, but I feel like let's do some shout-outs right now because I've been like liking to do this, and it's a good time to remember the people that are supporting us and that are 
that are awesome, which everyone listening is awesome, but I wanted to send out a shout out to Claire Brockelman. She is always supporting the show on the Facebook page and we're always like, you know, she's always very good at participating in it and and I don't think I've ever mentioned her on the show. And we've never even talked to her, so it would be really cool to get her, get you on, Claire. But um and also Shanna Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> I just did a Mark Norman. <laughs> Shanna Freeman. I hear her name all the time with Sorry Not Sorry and then with the live stream with Allison and then of course on the Facebook page. So it's just nice to have this community. But the biggest shout-out goes out to Bruise by Dawn because, holy moly, this guy is amazing. He drove all the way from his house to a secret location close to my Ooh. house <laughs> in a parking lot. And he brought me he, he brought me so much beer that he... So many of his brews that he, he gave to me. And it was amazing. He had them in coolers. He had instructions. He had them all labeled. I mean, this man knows what the hell he's doing. Not only that, how nice that was that he did that just because he's awesome, but then also it all all tasted delicious and amazing. And I'm going to save some for the March 20th group recording so some of you guys that are in my house can try it. March 20th? Did I say March? (laughs) I know what you meant. Fuck. You did. Um, May 20th. I'm not going back in time. I was going to say, hopefully there's some left over, but knowing you and your husband might be gone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although he knows Porter's my thing, so he won't touch that. But if I tell him, let's, or maybe I just need to hide it. <laughs> that's honestly what I'll probably have to do. But yeah, Bruce by Dawn, you're awesome. And I would love it if you came over for the recording on May 20th, at least to just be in the room <laughs> and uh, meet everybody else because you're uh Pretty cool dude. Raphael, do you have any more shout-outs? I don't think I do, but definitely shout-out to Bruised by Dawn. I'm super jealous that you had some of that beer. And it's Colonel Jeff's recipe, right? Yes. One of them is Colonel Jeff's. And, by the way, two of them are named Level 5. Uh, level 5 one, Level 5 two, which comes from Larry Miller, which is amazing that he's a Larry Miller fan. So it's it all comes full circle. He's pretty uh, pretty cool. Pretty good. So, in other words, it's almost as if Colonel Jeff delivered them to me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) The other thing is, is tomorrow, this has been like an Allison Rosen packed month so far. So, we've got Bruised by Dawn that I already met up with. Tomorrow, I get to meet the Inslee family. Jay, Michelle. Oh my gosh. Yes. And Brian, of course. Number one, Brian. So, we're going to go meet up tomorrow and have lunch. And that's going to be amazing. So, shout out to them too. And then, of course, on May 20th, a whole group of you guys are coming out and still trying to talk Kelly into it. I know you have nothing going on right now that you could just drop what you're doing and come on over. Listen, I wish <laughs> that I didn't, I wish I didn't have to pack and yeah, otherwise I would definitely be there because Allison people are the best people. Ah, do you Kelly have any shout out? Shout out to Claire. threw it out no. to you. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, I want to shout out. I know you already shouted her out, but shout out to Claire. She is always participating um, on the Facebook group. She's awesome. Always adding something to the conversation. Um, shout out to the Inslees. They're at Disneyland right now, living it up. And shout out to Laura Broder Ooh. at Bingo Pajamas. Yes. I haven't talked to her for a long time, but she, she comes on at least the Facebook page every once in a while. For sure. I know she's busy. She just had a second baby or she's pregnant with her second one? 
She's uh, pregnant. Okay. And yes. then she has her podcast. And... and she hasn't announced it on her podcast yet, but I don't oh. think it's. Yeah. So it's a scoop. Juicy scoop. Ooh, that is a juicy scoop. When I talked to her in the JMO Patrol days, I think she had just had her first one. I remember she, I remember seeing the video of her like holding him and then she had to leave. It's like, okay, I got to go. But she she was a trooper. She recorded with the baby on her shoulder. It was pretty cool. She is a badass mama. Definitely. Should we talk about Monday or what? Let's of do this. Course. All right. Um, let's talk about Mark Normal. The picture, I don't know, the picture of him, did he connect with the voice at all for you? Because I didn't see his picture until after. I was like, oh, that's not what I expected to see. That's not what I expected either, but I didn't really know what I was expecting, but I looked at his photo and I was like, not what I was imagining. No. It just very different. He seemed kind of, I don't even know if, I don't know. I don't want to talk negative because I actually really like the episode. Episode. So I hate it when I start off with something negative when it's really like my overall everything was really good. So his comedy special, Don't Be Yourself, is I think out now. It's out May 12th on Comedy May Central. 12th. Okay. Yeah, he was really funny. And I like that. I, I kind of like the behind the scenes of, you know, I really love Amy Schumer a lot. And then there are a lot of people I like. And then I hear things from behind the scenes. You're like, eh, kind of don't want to, you know, watch them anymore. Or you kind of mm. think less of them. But she seems just kind of exactly like the person she portrays just cool and funny and their relationship seems kind of fun so his podcast is tuesdays with story yes and that's a really clever clever name if i'm remembering correctly he opened like she saw uh amy schumer is the she i'm referring to saw him and was like hey you want to open um at a university i think it was hofstra and then um she kind of just like decided that he was a good opener and so she's been using him ever since That's and right. i think and he and i think he too i think that time she was still like you know what you're funny <laughs> yeah if you bomb and she still thinks you're funny that is pretty great i agree so he used his uh star power to get a free snack box on on the airline which i know we talked about before with allison pulling the the podcast card that she needs to do because this guy got a free snack box <laughs> and that's worth its weight in gold when you're on the airplane anybody on the street you'd be like don't give me that dusty piece of shit but on there you're like yes <laughs> everything's different in the air it's so true rafi were you trying to say something sorry i was gonna be quiet oh yeah sorry i had i'm having a weird shoulder pain sorry it's <laughs> from all that uh, check writing hey <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I thought um, it was interesting to get to get to know this guy because I'd never heard of him. But I feel like there are a ton of comedians who are like very successful, but we don't really know their names. And the fact that he opens for Amy and Louie sometimes is pretty interesting. Yeah, even his his uh, the way he grew up, his upbringing sounds like it could be a really interesting movie or a really fun show like a maybe like a dramedy you know Allison I'm kind of surprised that Allison's never been to New Orleans and his first thing was like you're not gonna like it and it's funny that New Orleans and Florida were the two places in the world that I was like I never want to go to either of those places I'll be fine if I never go there and then I went to New Orleans and it was amazing so but I'm not a shirt off type of party person it wasn't like that <laughs> there was just so not much anymore, <laughs> not anymore it's been a while but there was just so much history and there I mean, you go from, I mean, the city's kind of small, but there's so much to see where you go from swamps to the plantations to the graveyards to the French Quarter. And it's just, I mean, there's so much to see. It's, it was, I was pretty amazing. 
but I think she would really like it. I think she would appreciate it. Growing up there, I don't know. The people from there are a little little wacky, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think it's a pretty great place to visit. Have either of you been to New Orleans? I have not been to New Orleans. In fact, I have never been, I've never been east of Detroit. Okay. So that is, yeah, I've never been, I've always wanted to go because it's rich in history. Um, my shirt taking days are also over, <laughs> but it could be fun. It's so fun. There's so much to see. Although this is pre-Katrina that I went, so I hadn't been since. But it's definitely something great to go to. But yet living there and the way he said his upbringing was with his, his transvestite nanny, Enos. Yeah, Enos. <laughs> I would say if I was going to be changing my gender or however I identified, maybe change the name first. <laughs> Let's go like slowly, unless that was his actual choice. Like, I want to be called Enos. <laughs> wink, wink. I mean, that was, I mean, that was a lit name, like in the 70s. I don't, I actually don't know how old um, Mark is, but I'm guessing oh, maybe yeah. the nanny was like, I, Enos is a good name. I mean, it was pretty, it was a pretty good name, I guess, in the 70s. I will let that sit there. There's so much to say, but I couldn't. The whole... <laughs> Living in a mansion, a dilapidated mansion, like money pit in the middle of a pretty bad neighborhood. Just the whole, doesn't that sound like a really good premise for a show? I don't know why that, you know what I mean? Like it's better than most things that are on right now. It basically writes itself. Yes. I remember reading a story, speaking of Detroit, um, of like some guy who bought a house in like an abandoned neighborhood in Detroit and how... People would, like, constantly try to break in, and he, like, built up his house, like, through, I don't know, I think it was, like, five years, maybe more, and how, you know, the cops would not come, so he just had to, like, sleep with a shotgun, and it reminded me of that, and I, I feel like it's not really worth the trouble no. to live there. Like, but, who are you trying uh, to impress? Yeah, who was his dad trying to impress? Just the neighbors? Or, like, hey look what I can do. I can fix up this old house in this shitty neighborhood where it's like, no, you've, your house has been broken into. You've been held up a, a few times or at least once and your son's getting beat up. And like, this is the worst idea ever. But uh, it, it would make for a good show. It really would. I think the part that I related to, I can always relate to something with these like wacky people. Like his life is way crazier than mine ever was. But my mom used to, when we were losing our house, she started renting rooms out to weird people too. <laughs> and just, it wasn't a bed and breakfast or anything like that. That wasn't that uh, organized. That would have been even weirder. But just having different strangers renting out your room or different where you just like, all right, I guess we'll bunk up in each other's rooms because there's some new person downstairs. <laughs> it was very, very strange. So him saying that, I thought, oh my gosh, like that whole situation is just so strange. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we talked about, I don't even know which episode we talked about this on, but this is one of the most LA statements ever is he asked Allison, have you ever seen a commercial that you auditioned for on TV before that you didn't get? <laughs> like, oh yeah, we all relate to that. Super, super relatable. Yeah, that's totally normal. And I like how she's like, oh yeah. 
Well, she is in the, they are in the entertainment business, but yeah, not relatable to us maybe, but I don't know, you could have been like a kid actor or you could have, I remember actually in school, there was a kid who, he was like um, a boxer and we were in middle school and he was in a commercial for a car dealership and I remember seeing it and I was like, oh shit, that's the guy from my class. I had that so in my possible. high school. There was one girl from, oh, she was either like in Saved by the, I think it was Saved by the Bell. She was... Not a main character, obviously. She was there was a redhead in a couple of episodes, and she was the one. And I was just like, oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I did live in a different kind of a neighborhood at the time too. So let's like take a total right turn. Either of you like skinny dipping? I don't know how to swim. Oh so my not- gosh! No way! <laughs> like well, I tell my friends, um, I was born here. I didn't have to swim here. So okay, so I'm gonna rent a pool, and I'm just gonna teach you how to swim by pushing you in. <laughs> You don't know how I to swim. That. No, because I live in Colorado. I don't need to go to the beach or anything. Pools or bodies of water at all anywhere? Yes, I've I've almost drowned twice in my life. Okay. Um, my pool oh. at at my apartment building, and I was a little kid, and my mom That's had horrible. to jump in and save me. Oh my gosh! And because of that, they had to close the pool, and they like just got rid of it completely. No way! So, yeah, they're all. Okay. Um, what blankets here? Yeah, did did everyone hate you? No, they actually hated the guy who almost drowned me because supposedly oh, what, what Whoa. is I was like sitting, you know, like on the stairs, like when you walk into the pool. I was like sitting there because I didn't know how to swim, but I was like, you know, just sitting there with my feet in the water. And supposedly someone grabbed my leg and pulled me in, supposedly thinking that it was like the pole to like the little handrail. And then so when they were like, what apartment do you live in? He's like, I live in the building next door, like a different apartment complex. So they were like, fuck it, shut it down. I think they were mad at him more than me. But Hmm. I don't like telling people I don't know how to swim because I feel like... Well, it makes it that much easier to murder me. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you're not anywhere near any bodies of water. To go with your logic, so then you've been skiing then. Nope. Because uh, okay. I live. <laughs> what? I can't. <laughs> hey, I didn't have these privileges that you guys had, okay? I. I uh, our, our weekends were spent at the dog track. Okay. Oh, that costs money, man. Kidding me? It costs $2 per race. Um. Yeah nachos and a couple yeah. of quarters here and there for it's the like a couple hundred bucks getting out of that place listen <laughs> we like i grew up next to the mississippi river that shit is free yeah okay i didn't go skiing but i i think i've gone skiing maybe once or twice my mom dated a rich guy for a minute shout out to your mom I know, right <laughs> for a brief moment once she got sick he was like see you lady but for a minute we were rich and so it was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But yeah, no. I Before that, I thought the only people that went skiing were like the blonde people in 80s movies. To to be fair, on the way up to the casinos, um, there's like a, a little river up in the mountains. And uh, we did go there once or twice. And I would put my feet in there. Okay. So your feet can swim? Good. Exactly. Um, were they, did they have socks? Did you have your Mexican swimsuit on? Or did you, were, did you have bare feet? <laughs> I don't actually remember, but I doubt I had any kind of summer wear. I'm sure it was just whatever I normally wore because we didn't have money for that, Lisa. <laughs> I, I wore a Mexican swimsuit, full t-shirt. So, but your feet have skinny dipped before is where I'm getting that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. How about this? Oh, wait. I don't know if we got Kelly's answer, but I, no. I don't think I would skinny dip. It doesn't seem like that fun to me. 
Okay, I'll give you my opinion after Kelly tells us hers. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> have you seen the things that are in the ocean? <laughs> no thanks. So, I don't know if I've ever skinny dipped in the ocean. In the pool, many times. Oh, sure. The pool. Yeah, that's a okay. different story. So, it's very freeing. It feels amazing. And yeah, sex in the pool, blah, blah, blah. It's not that. It's overrated. Whatever. But skinny dipping is awesome. And Mark's theory about shrinkage, you're going to be shrinking no matter what. So might as well enjoy yourself. Let those boys free. Unless somebody's doing an inspection or something down under the water with their goggles on. They're like, let's see what's going on down here. Have we not learned from Seinfeld? Exactly. (laughs) By the way, there were like four references that I was like, oh, that's like Seinfeld. And then at the end, then they start talking about Seinfeld references and how he just like is such a huge fan. I'm like, okay, you're awesome. Okay, wait, I have a question for you, Kelly. You're afraid of the creatures in the ocean? I mean, not afraid per se, but like there's some weird shit that is in there that we don't even know about. And I have to say a bathing suit might not help either way. That's true. So that's why (laughs) I, I haven't been... I haven't been in the ocean, I would say, for probably three years. So, But maybe I might have to before I move. You really should, because you're going to Iowa. Who's Who knows when the next time you're going to... And that, that place is landlocked. Like, it's Oof. not going to happen. Do they... What kind of food do they eat there? I don't know why I'm so... No, go ahead. I mean... Because um, you're going from San Diego, where obviously it's very close to Mexico. You're going to have, like, really good food. All kinds um, of food, I would imagine. Yeah. So where I'm moving is ridiculously small. So like the town that I grew up in had 250 people. So there's not a lot going on there. Um, My in-laws, however, like live on like a large acreage of land and they have like animals. So there's like, there's like access to pretty much everything. It's just not going to be like, it's not going to be like California. The closest chipotle is like let's see an hour and a half away oh you have to yeah. really want it I <laughs> and i say, do we have one i was talking about the our donut shop that's uh, 0.8 miles away but our chipotle is probably about one mile away so it's doable for the shed show just saying if that gets you any closer to coming <laughs> i i do love chipotle let's be real I can't not say that I also love Chipotle. And if you fucking prefer Qdoba over Chipotle, unfollow me on Twitter. I've said it before. I think we need to have, not only do we need to have Adele versus Bell off, but we need to have a, I can't even say it, Qdoba versus Chipotle off, maybe. One for lunch, one for dinner. I'm going to have to really stock up on toilet paper. And me and Rachel are going to do Shake Shack versus In-N-Out. So I might die on this trip. You might die, but you're going to go out happy. Yes. Oh, so happy. Except for that goddamn Qdoba trash. Well, you can just tell us what not to order. Everything at Qdoba. (laughs) There you go. The same kind of food, just kind of like you pick your ingredients as you go or whatever. Yeah, it's like the same, but what everyone fucking tells me that likes Qdoba is like, Chipotle doesn't have queso. Fuck melted cheese. Fuck cheese in general. Go fuck yourself, Qdoba. Okay, let's not fuck cheese, but 
This is such a controversial podcast already. <laughs> it really is. And fuck, fuck queso. Wow. I have this amazing <laughs> queso dip that I make that, guess what? I'm going to make tomorrow because I'm celebrating in my own special way. But yeah, I wouldn't want it on any kind of bowl or burrito. I, yes. But Sorry to place. Brittany. I know, I know people in Texas are shutting off the podcast right now, but... <laughs> Uh, they have queso running in their blood. I swear to God, everywhere we go, oh, we're going to have the queso. And it's fucking amazing, by the way. But it, by itself, with chips. Like, you're not... Like, my husband... I'll make the dip, and he'll, like, go and grab it, put it on whatever we're having for dinner. I'm like, no, no. Like, that's disgusting. Yeah, I'm not into it. It's very <laughs> overrated. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of overrated, this Instagram person that Allison follows... <laughs> With the period stain, what the fuck is this? Now talk about gross. Okay, whoa, whoa. Hold on. This is Allie Siegel from the Thursday show. Oh, I didn't know it was her, but still. And I did not know that. It's interesting, okay. to say the least. Okay, so this is on her regular... No, she okay. she she posted it so people will like go to the other Instagram, mm. but I think there's nothing with nothing wrong with trying to normalize this because I like I've mentioned before, it really bugs me when guys are like, oh, I don't want to talk, I don't want to hear about, about that. Cause, like everything that women do is like everything women have to go through is terrible, and then just have guys like, oh, that's gross, don't talk about it. It's like shut the fuck up, grow up already. Okay, but I like your your point. I like your stance blood. on that. I'm not bothered by blood, so I don't care. Well, it's just so vulnerable because those are the moments that you don't want anybody to notice. Not that you're like, oh, I have to pretend like I'm not on my period, but it's just like, oh, like you don't know how to use a tampon. Like, why is this happening? We've all been there, but it's just, oh. Mm, uh, what about the diva cup do you guys yeah, know about but, this because i did not know about it till i saw her instagram i was like yo that's a crazy invention this is what i don't understand i think allison's talked about it before i don't understand how you get it out without spilling it everywhere i i get i don't i don't know enough and i and i don't want to know enough to look into it because i really don't want to see pictures but it just sounds i know I, I don't kelly do you use one <laughs> I don't. I have used something in the past, like it was forever ago. I don't even know if they make them, but they're like, they're called Instead Soft Cups, kind of like the same concept. And I could not get that down. Like it was, it was really difficult to get it out without just mayhem and carnage. Sorry. Yeah, I just, well, I just don't understand the logistics of it. It sounds so medieval and I don't understand why you just want to, so you leave it in for like a whole week and then just collect it for the whole or no, 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 no. It's like, I think they have like a max of like eight hours, maybe 12. Okay. No, it's not, it's, it's not quite like that. I, st I'm not a big fan of blood. It does bother me no matter where it comes from. I can't even see the word in church the other day. They are having this blood drive and I can't even see the little cartoon blood drop or I start like getting hyperventilating. <laughs> And I'm, oh my gosh. And I'm exaggerating, but I really can't. I start feeling like I'm going to pass out. I can't. I just don't. I can't. No. Like when I, and I, yeah, tattoos, whatever, needles, no can do. But no, I don't know. I don't, so this whole cup, I mean, she said you could take a shot out of it, which. Ugh. I'm looking. Okay. So it's at don't mind my period on Instagram. <laughs> 
and I'm looking at it. There are a few pictures now. There are three with the cup. Um, it's pretty big. I would say it's about two inches tall. So it's like a shot glass. Kind of, yeah. I just don't, uh, maybe I don't understand. I, don't, I mean, you have to... I, I just I can't, I can't figure out how... I mean, it's not like the hole is that big to like... Where you could just put something in and out like that big without... So... I don't know. So I've looked. I think it's the Diva Cup. So they have, like, two options. I have looked into this because I was like, this sounds awesome. Um, but they have two options. They have one for women who have had babies and then one for women who haven't. Um, and I'm also looking at the Instagram and I'm looking at the Diva Cup. And these pictures aren't too bad. Really? Um they're not that bad. Like, um, there's like the one, there's one with the diva cup. That's a little, mm, but you know, it's normal. We all go through it. Well, not all of us, but you know what I mean? Right. And I like that Raphael, that you're not bothered by it. And the fact that you feel for our pain and the stuff that we have to go through every single month, which fucking sucks. I guess I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I just don't want to call attention to it as more, but I guess it's like normalizing it is better instead of, you know, like breastfeeding is so weird and every, and I think that's why I love listening to Allison because she talks about all this quote unquote gross stuff. That's just normal everyday human woman thing, you know, things that we all have to go through and the men that are, or women that are with us have to deal with it too. So it is part of life, but I don't know if I really just want to see blood art. It's uh it's not for everyone. <laughs> talking about this show so bed <laughs> bedwetting he was talking about being a bedwetter and i thought oh that's you know and then he said oh you know from being a drunk now i've known these people a couple of people close to me who were these people one of them in fact got the nickname the urinator but i can't imagine being that drunk that you're the person that pees the bed all the time that's just more than a red flag yeah, I was going to say, even when I was blackout drunk, I've never peed myself. I'm no. very proud of that. I think I just have a generally a, a stronger bladder than most, I think, because I know people people are like, you don't have to pee yet? And I'm like, no, not really. Yeah, I'm the like, same way. Like, without drinking or whatever, but um, no. If you, it, like Allison said, she has a friend who pees the bed or pees himself, like, now. Right. you got to make some life changes. And is he the one that's doing it at the bar or he just waking up in his own pee? Because I remember I was a bedwetter until, but until I was like five, but I still remember that feeling of waking up and like being ashamed. And then like just that uncomfortable feeling of it being around you. Now you're an adult and you're just an alcoholic. (laughs) So you have control. You just don't care to use it. Yeah, it's time to look inward if you are an adult and you are pissing the bed because you are so drunk. Like, it's really time to take stock in your life. Oh, God. That just brought back some bad memories for me. Sorry. Um, do you do you think... Because Greg mentioned that when he was at the Springsteen show and he had good seats that he just peed himself <laughs> like five times. So I don't, That's I don't resourceful. Think, even if I tried, I don't think I could pee myself. Like, I know there are some people... Yeah. On the on the mental illness happy hour, I think someone wrote in a survey or something that they got an adult diaper to see if they could. Where am I remembering this from? They wanted to see if they could poop themselves and they oh. couldn't, so they just peed themselves to. I think that was from not your porn. You were watching. Uh, no. I've had that feeling where, especially when I was a nanny and I was always driving the kids around or doing something where I was like, literally, no time to go to the bathroom, and I would think, hmm, 
hmm, there's a diaper bag right there. Maybe I should give it a shot, but I don't think I could. I, it definitely crossed my mind, but I never did that. I was going to try to work in a Seinfeld <laughs> poppy ping on couch I just flipped the cushion. It's fine. <laughs> so I like how towards the end, he just randomly had a total Barney belch just burp and they didn't cut it out. They left it in and I liked that. I don't know. I, okay. When I heard that, I was like, um, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of burps. I know Allison is though. They used to have a burping contest, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just weird like timing that he was just like, well, I feel comfortable enough. It's either, so you can be taken either way. It's either he's totally rude and doesn't respect her show or he's like, eh, we're, we're close enough. But he just doesn't even think about it. My roommate burps all the time, like big, disgusting burps. And it's just because he's an animal. So <laughs> there's that option yes, as well. That is an option. Kelly, any burps? Um, No burps, but I have to mention, and I didn't write down the exact quote because I'm not a professional, but he said something about how men Ooh, lose yes. their identity in relationships. And I kind of... Like, I got sort of a weird vibe, and I was like, maybe I'm going to turn this off. But then he really went into his family of origin, and I was like, okay, this is why he's like this. Right. He said something about women who take away your manhood. And I, I was like, I wanted I wanted to be like, oh, honey, who hurt you? Who hurt right. you? Right. Or like, how do you hurt you? That it's yeah, a like, team. It's not someone comes in and takes over. You find someone that is like you, so you don't have to change. Right. And people the person that you're in a relationship with should be building you up, not basically taking away your will to live. Right. And so, if you're so worried about being the cool guy, then maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship anyway. Yeah. And if a girl wants to date the cool guy, then you probably shouldn't, you're probably not healthy enough to be in a relationship either. <laughs> if you're like, Hey, where's this cool guy? Where'd he go? Like, no, you don't want that. I did finish listening to the episode. I did have to stop after that. And I was like, will I finish this? And I did finish it. And I'm glad that I finished it. Yeah. I, because I also did not take notes, I actually forgot whose episode we were talking about. And I forgot <laughs> all about, yeah, like he talked about cheating on, on his wife. Yes. It was his wife. Yeah, the whole episode I thought was pretty good. I kind of forgot about that too, the whole caught cheating thing while he was in the shower and her going through his phone or whatever. And, they, and then they were talking about maybe people that are getting caught cheating, 99% of it seems like it's through technology now. Like, I don't know if anybody else gets caught doing it anywhere else. They need to bring back the show Cheaters mm -hmm. because that yes. was the fucking best show on TV. But really yeah, was. I, you know, I think they, was it, they got rid of it because of the guy who got stabbed on the boat or the host got stabbed on a boat. I I think, no, they continued it after he got stabbed. I just think maybe people stopped watching it. They're all, the ratings suck. That's why we're canceling. You got hurt, big whoop. Maybe. Sorry, maybe. sorry you got stabbed. But. Yeah. They canceled it because now no one's, you know, getting caught that way anymore. Everyone's getting caught via phone. So they're like, we don't need this show anymore. I know. Right. Catfish just... came along. Yes. It's it's not a, as exciting anymore. But also people are just really dumb. Like, how do you even, you're cheating for that I don't know. He's young, though. Yeah, yeah, that that isn't... Yeah, who's, like, in the text or the email or whatever, like, oh, oh yes. remember when we did this? I Ugh. delete my messages all the time, but there's nothing incriminating. Well, it's just because I like my phone yeah. nice and clean. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. 
<laughs> I do clean off stuff, but I I uh, I like having things for reference where someone's, you know, if I think, oh, I asked this person a question, now I forgot the answer, so I'll go back. In general, I do like to clean out a lot of it. So this is slightly off topic, but sort of on par with relationships and trust. Do you guys have a passcode on your phone? Does your significant other know it? I do not. Okay. I, I have one mm-hmm. and no one knows it, but I tell everyone. I'm like, it's, it's the last four of my social. Oh. If you know it, go for it. <laughs> it's Bosco. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I have it, but I don't really care anymore. I feel like with iPhones, though, it seems different. It almost seems like everybody has one. I don't know if they just kind of not force it on you, but when you're starting up your phone, it's probably just like, all right, pick a passcode. All right. I don't know. I don't know how it works because I've never had one. But I mean, if you have an iPhone, you should definitely have one because I mean, all of your super duper sensitive information is on there. You have Apple Pay, all those things. So, yeah, that's true. I would recommend it. And my husband doesn't have any kind of anything, but I, I think I tried turning on his phone one time for because my daughter wanted to use it. And I'm like, I don't even know how to turn this thing on. So whatever. She's <laughs> my phone. <laughs> Kelly, does your husband know your passcode and do you know his? We do know each other's. Um, we always have, and I also never delete messages, but um, basically my my child is obsessed with Snapchat. So <laughs> whoever's phone is like readily available, like we have to, we have to have it ready for her. <laughs> this is what I always wondered is everybody's phones are different. At least a lot of people now have iPhones, so everyone knows how to use each other's phones. But I was thinking in, an, in the case of an emergency, where before you could just, you know, like your ki- you always hear these stories like, oh, this kid dialed 911. And I think, well, now my kids could, but I always thought like, what what would they do if they needed to call 911? Like run outside yelling to somebody? I don't, You know what I mean? Like before calling 911 was easy. Now you have to have a passcode and know how to turn it on and hopefully it's charged. And like, there's so much... So many hoops to get through. Thankfully, with iPhones, even if you don't know the password, you can dial out to 911, which is you can? pretty good. Oh. You can. Mm-hmm. You know what? Before we talk about Thursday, I wanted to mention a couple of things Allison related. Super excited about her book. And I know she talked about it maybe being out by the time PodFest is here so we can maybe buy it and get it signed. Do either of you remember exactly what it was about? Yes. So Daniel, for her, I can't remember if it was birthday or anniversary, he made a book of all the columns that she had published in that year. And then he drew illustrations for them. And he he made a book and he bound it. And it was the most amazing gift, I'm sure. He's making us all look bad. (laughs) Then he gave it to her. So I guess they're making that available. That's right. I had, I don't know. I had forgotten what exactly it was. And I thought, well, of course I'm going to buy it. Like it could just be empty and I'm going to buy it. (laughs) But so then speaking of PodFest, do you, I know last year we were kind of like racking our brains about what we should bring to them. But I was thinking now I've come up with something that I want to give to the people that are going to be going, like all the rest of the Allison people that they can get signed or whatever. But I'm just bringing something for them to sign for me to keep because I feel like they get so much crap. (laughs) And by crap, I mean good stuff, but they just get so much stuff that it's probably like, okay, we're good. That's the reason I didn't take um, shirts for them. I just took the ones for you and for Jen and for me and Megan. Um, because I was like, they're going to have so much shit. I'll ship them later. And then I still haven't sent them. No so. way. <laughs> yeah. Yipsy. 
Yeah, I remember that. I remember I was like, I'm just going to bring my crap. Big deal. I'm doing it. But I think this next time I'm just going to bring stuff for you guys and just get something signed and keep it simple. I actually was thinking since I'm going to the Twin Peaks Festival in July, maybe I'll get something signed for Daniel. But then that kind of feels shitty just to bring him something. Yeah, bring me something as well. I'll bring you a bathing suit. (laughs) (laughs) I have one. Thank you. I I just bought one because I do want to learn how to swim and I want to go to the beach this time when I'm in California. So I have a new swimsuit. It it feels weird calling it a swimsuit. (laughs) Are you going to get floaties? Probably. I'm going to be fucking decked out head to toe in inflatable goods so I don't (laughs) die. It's weird calling it swimsuit. Um, No, I had an old swim, swim trunks. And I put them on, and they were so big, I guess I've lost some weight. So, yeah, I had to go get a new one. Anyway. Oh, must be rough. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was Patreon. Of course, support Allison on Patreon. The next bonus episode is with Hashtag L, of course. And I'm super excited about that. All the stuff that comes along with it was is awesome. But she took my suggestion about the carb lottery where we could someone from Patreon can name it. I don't know if she's figured out the system on how that's going to work yet, but I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I saw that, and I don't know how to do it, but Lisa, you came up with this idea. you got to figure it out. I know, and I think it was, I think it might have been Claire again, that had, I think it was her, that she had, there was some sort of a random something or other where she could put all the names into it and it would just randomly come up with some something. But then I didn't think about the whole, what if someone wants to opt out, and then she has to deal with that. And I think, you know, doing it every week would be really fun, but I think that would cause too much trouble for her to have to deal with that every week. But if you had, even if you did, like, let's say the next five months in a row, she could pick five names and then have it already set. You know what I mean? So I'd be happy to help her figure it out. But after I saw that post on Patreon, I'm like, oh, no, now it's like a lot more work. I thought it was like, oh, yeah, just pick some random person. But she must have a list of all the of her Patreon supporters, right? I would imagine. Yeah. So she could probably put that into something or I love the idea of printing them out, cutting them and putting them into like the sombrero or something like that where you pick it. It's like, okay, you're whatever. But I'd be super. Then I started having the stress of like, now what if I do get picked at some point? Now I have to come up with some good carbs. (laughs) Do you just like this idea because it's reminiscent of your bingo days? (laughs) Maybe, maybe any kind of game. I'm like, ooh, I'm in. So this month, we already talked about it a little bit. On May 20th, we're going to have a group recording at my house, and I'm so excited. Raphael and Rachel are going to be there. Becky's flying in. Jen's coming. Shout out to you, Jen. Joanna's going to be here. Super fan Megan. And, of course, Kelly's coming. Just <laughs> we're, we're, we're crossing our fingers. But I know you're super, super busy. But I, it would be so much fun. I, I, was, I just started thinking about, oh, we could actually like play games or we could whatever. I don't know. Are, do you guys have to leave early on Sunday, Rafi, or are you going to be sticking around? Uh, we're flying out Monday, and I think we're flying out in like the after, like five evening kind of time. Well, I know you're talking about maybe going to Disneyland. Do you know which day? Uh, that would probably be the Sunday. Okay. So you want to be only half drunk from brunch on Sunday. Oh, I'll get wasted. I don't okay, care. Okay, good. I was thinking that if you guys have to go to Disneyland, and I'm sure we could probably talk about this off the air, but this might talk some people into coming. Uh, maybe we won't go to brunch. Maybe I'll just make, we'll wake up and just eat and drink and hang out or whatever. I think that'd be good. Get over our hangovers. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Thursday. We were her little snow caps. Uh, this is the reason why we need a lottery because gross. 
past. <laughs> yes. Never had them. Ugh. They are. They look really cute, but they're. I don't know. It, they're not as bad as the Depression era um, dots that we talked about before. Not dots. What were the other ones? The sugar on a stupid dot. Button candy. What was it? Button candy. Button candy. Oh, like you eat more paper than candy. Are they better than Pez? Um, I don't have an, a, an aggression towards Pez. I don't like having to get them out of the Pez dispenser, but I don't. I just eat them out of the package. I mean. Pez are better than button candy. Fuck button candy forever. Yes. And snow caps are probably second of, they're just, they're kind of flavorless. It's like as and if the button cap didn't have the paper. That's kind of what they taste like. And they're covered in coconut, right? No, they're like little, uh, they're not jimmies. What are those little like sprinkles? They oh, look like little okay. chocolate chips with sprinkles on them, but which sounds great. And they're very cute, but they're not good. They're they're called they're not Jimmies but whatever the name is for those little sprinkles I'm, I'll mispronounce it so I'm not even going to try and say it but anyway they're gross so then they t- started talking about the pre-show conversation which turned into it's funny because it's like all of this fun conversation and I know how Allison is where she's like save it for the show but then it's like well let's recap it and she did a good job of doing that and then coming up with the is it the bare naked ladies or they might be giants and. Of course, anything that Al says, you're going to believe. So I think his nickname is Believe of Al. Um, did you guys know that it was the Bare Naked Ladies doing that Big Bang show theme song? Well, two things. I've never seen that show before, so I wouldn't have. No, I don't know it, but I would have if I heard it because I like They Might Be Giants and I don't like Bare Naked Ladies. Kelly. Kelly. Um, I, I don't watch the Big Bang Theory, but I did know that it was the Bare Naked Ladies because at my work, they play... Um, they play Bare Naked Ladies, and I was like, what are these guys up to? And then I looked at their wiki page, and that's how I found out. I also don't watch Big Bang Theory, but I have seen it a few times, and I know that they do the theme song. But I think I had that CD as a kid, because I had, like, a fake Columbia House account, and <laughs> I just got a bunch of weird CDs. Yes. So I would get, like, Slipknot CDs, shout out to Iowa, and then... I would get Bare Naked Ladies and just whatever other shit was on the radio. And I think I still kind of like it because I was like, eh, that song's kind of played out. But then when they were asking what other songs do they have and Al said, it's all been done. And I was like, yes, I kind of like that song. Yeah, I don't. Every song you said, I was like, I don't know. I just don't really know their catalog. I think it comes from maybe your generation, that album, because I don't think I even, I'm sure whatever their main song was, I've heard, but I couldn't off the top of my head know what any of the songs he was talking about. But I'm sure I will when I'm adding it to this show later. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure I'll open with They Might Be Giants, because I really was a big fan of them in the 90s. But see, that's my generation, I think. But then, you know, they've taken it to like cartoons and other things that they do. But yeah, I did not know. And I've never seen that show before. Is it a good show? Um, it gets a lot of shit, and I think rightfully so. I think if you've seen one episode of that show, you've seen them all. But, okay. Um, I had a feeling. Garfunkel and Oates ha- have both been on it, Ricky and Kate, so it can't be all that bad if they're on it, but I'm not into it. So, Scary Noises. Scary Noises, I think it just comes with... It's kind of like bagpipes. They were never sad before you heard them at every funeral. But now it's something that just rings sad. Where the scary noise is just 
movies started doing that and now that's scary but but why is that and what i love how allison's notes are like scary noises why or whatever <laughs> um when i hear bagpipes i think of oh, oh boy racist. i'm like <laughs> what i don't know no 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 is there a rap song with bagpipes i feel like there is yeah i think oh there's some 90s something those like white dudes right that's what, i think that's who i'm thinking of um house of pain yes. yeah is it is it jump around yes it could be oh god i'm not putting that song on um <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny that the the questions that she has of why is that scary where did that come from at who who thought of it it's just the sight of a ghost so they said well let's make this scary just whoo <laughs> and <laughs> And it was funny how she was trying to be scary and then she just kept laughing. And it's hard not to just sound sarcastic, like trying to whistle when you're laughing. You just can't do it. Wait, can both of you whistle? Oh, God, you can't whistle? I can. Oh, I can, but oh, okay. I feel like every yes, time I, I ask someone, they say no. And then they're like, how do you do it? And I try to show them and I can't <laughs> because I'm smiling. <laughs> but I don't understand how people don't know how to whistle. I don't either, especially... I mean, you can only teach someone so much, and I taught both the kids to, but you just you just show them, and then you just say, well, just keep doing it. It's like blowing a bubble with your gum. You, you can kind of explain it, but until you do it, you're not really going to know. You just got to keep trying. I don't understand people that don't know how to whistle. It's weird. Yeah, not they're that, Not that I want to hear it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, are either of you watching Handmaid's Tale? I know we talked a little bit about it on the Facebook page from TS, brought it up, and... I didn't know what it was about at all, and I really don't like that actress. I just there's something Elizabeth about her. Moss. Yes, um, it, it was hard for me to watch her in Mad Men. There's just I, you know, there's some people that have looks that I just can't. You can't look at. There's something about their face that you just don't like, and there's something about her face that I just don't like. But maybe it's just in that show. So I'll give it a shot. It's just seeing the picture of her. I'm like, I don't want to watch this because it's got her in it. But she's not a bad actress. I don't know what my problem is. I'm horrible. Um, I have not watched the series, but I read the book in high school. Really? Yeah. Ruffy, have you seen it? I don't have Hulu. I think it's on Hulu, mm, right? It is. I don't watch a lot of shows to begin with, but no. I, it sounds really, really good, though. And it sounds like the kind of show I would watch. Yes. But then I feel like... I don't know. I, like, I get into a show, and then, like, I watch it for a season, and then season two starts, and it sucks, and I'm, like, over it, and then I'm, like, I wasted all that time watching that show. So, I don't know. It's true. And you know what? Judging I, just by the picture, I was like, I don't want to watch this. So it's like looks like something I'm not going to be into. But Daniel's description now makes me want to go watch it. That sounds like something I would like a lot, actually. Okay, but so he's saying that a lot of it is kind of reminiscent of what's going on right now. So I think maybe if I watched it, I would be like, oh, it's like I'm on Twitter right now. And I would just get depressed. <laughs> and I don't want to watch this anymore. Oh, speaking of that, this is a good day to not go on Twitter. Any days oh. like these days. Actually, the worst are like the Emmys or whatever. I, I don't know. I, I just don't. The May the 4th be with you. I just don't want to see it. And then tomorrow is going to be Cinco de Drinco. And I really don't want to see that either. So these two days, I think I could just stay off. I altogether. thought you were talking about the other thing going on on Twitter. <laughs> the healthcare? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm going to keep it really simple and stupid. <laughs> I totally forgot that it was uh, May 4th, but yeah, fuck that stuff, right? 
Um, yeah, they did a vote for the American mm. Healthcare Act yes. or something like that. And, um, a pre-existing... Where if you're alive, that's a pre-existing condition. So uh, we're all fucked, yeah. by the way. <laughs> or if you are disabled or basically a woman, you're fucked. I just don't understand what's happening. I, I really don't. I really... I Yeah, anyway. Like I said, may the fourth be with you. I guess that's the worst thing in the world, and let's just keep it at that. <laughs> Let's believe that. Yes. <laughs> so there was a curtainless neighbor update, which I completely forgot about their neighbor that doesn't have curtains, which, by the way, that's an animal. That's somebody that, <laughs> why? What? They're inviting you into their life or they're that oblivious. Like, which is it? And I can- I'm voting for oblivious. I don't really, I don't think he's like, I don't think he like enjoys the attention. I just think that he just, you know, he's a man that just wants to smoke shirtless you know it's just his life <laughs> I mean, come on. and we're all, we're all living in it i never understand those kind of people that live in apartments just my mom has this guy that lives behind her that hates living around people hates animals hates dogs hates cats hates everything so he's constantly calling on everybody's everything even nothing and to the point where my mom's dogs were getting sick and i'm like he's throwing poison over i swear to god he's doing something and then some other neighbor like caught him video or on video doing something to his dogs, like throwing rocks at them or something. And it's what like, the fuck? why is this guy even living in an apartment or a condo complex? Like, just go somewhere in the middle of nowhere. It's not like it's cheap to live around here. Just go somewhere else. I don't understand that mentality. And he worked from home, so he would sit in his window and just watch for stuff like to be mad about. I mean, I think that he just is a miserable person yeah. and he just enjoys that. But anyone that doesn't like animals, like, I don't trust you. You're on my radar. Like a serial killer, but what's... There would be a word. Socio- uh, sociopath? Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're, yeah, you're on my radar for sure. I like Al's description of the last place they lived where he said the neighbors <laughs> would watch soccer really loud and smoke hookah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Al. I think that I'm shocked that Daniel and Allison have not done anything to be proactive, not turning them in, but doing Daniel's plan of just put something up in front of your own thing so you can enjoy your own patio. Like, take your patio back. You can, it's not really passive aggressive of like, let's keep this guy out. It's like, let's keep ourselves in so we can enjoy our house. That's creepy. I don't like it. I think, I think that's what Jeff said back when this was first mentioned, um, that it's kind of, you got to have like a little war on the patio, but I don't, I don't know. I just don't see Allison hanging out on the patio. She true. says she doesn't like being outdoors, whatnot. So I don't know. It is very she's, true. Yeah, she's indoorsy. So. And I love the reality check of trying to be a morning person and not really realizing that when you have a kid, like eventually, first of all, you're never going to get sleep ever again. But, and it changes as they get older, but it still sucks. But, you know, when you have a baby, you're going to be getting up early and your schedule is different but then when they go to school you're not just gonna like they're acting as if she like elliot's gonna be just in high school right away like you're gonna be getting up and giving them breakfast and getting dressed and like it's not like you're hanging out like friends like those like on the shows that's totally unrealistic like can you imagine just hanging out at your friend's house before going to work i can't even imagine having that kind of time but you wake up and you do things not because you're like let's be a family it's like you have to do things I mean that in a nice um, way. <laughs> as someone who has to set their alarm for like 3.30, 3.40, I, and I'm not Ugh. a morning person, I, I I need to know 
some secrets or something because every day I wake up and it's misery. <laughs> I think what you're going to do but, is get a different job. Honestly, that's really the only thing is just to change what you're doing because if you haven't like if you haven't adjusted yet then i mean you're not a morning person you can't i don't think you can force that i really don't you have to enjoy it a little bit for it to kind of like creep in like i've kind of changed my schedule now where i go to bed early and get up early but i love it like i love getting up and having a cup of coffee before everyone's up and doing like a few like chores or whatever before i have to get the kids up it's it just feels good you know i think i think that's actually what it is is i hate going to work because mm. i do i hate the morning as well don't get me wrong but <laughs> i do like being outside when like there's no one out yet you just hear like the birds yes. chirping yep the sun's coming up it's nice but i think the fact that i don't get to enjoy that i just have to fucking rush to work is what makes waking up the worst thing ever and these assholes that gave allison shit before when she complained about having to get up early Early is relative to what you do for a living. So if you're staying up late and do, and her schedule was super crazy. Back then, that was when she was still working for Corolla, I think. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, it was. Her, her schedule was totally crazy then and staying late or doing whatever. I think it was always changing. So for people to give her shit for it, it's like, yeah, that was early for her. It's because her time is different. It's just for people not to understand that it's kind of it's either jealousy or people are just assholes or both. Uh, mentioning how, or I think David said, like, who's listening to your show? A bunch of steel workers or something like that? And it oh, took us shit. back to when, Here we go. Uh, <laughs> when Greg was on talking about, you know, who's who's uh, listening and people started sending in photos from their jobs. So I think yep. we should bring that back. I think so too. And I think there were a lot of steel workers that actually sent them. Oh, no, he said factory workers, huh? And I think a lot of factory right. workers were like, yeah, actually. <laughs> Tell you the truth, we are. But, I mean, if you hate your job so much that you're going to take it out on her, it's like, no, she has a right to complain about it. It sucks. If you're staying up late and having to get up early for something, it sucks. No matter what the time is, it's just having to cut your sleep short. It's a bummer. And I think it was jealousy. I think so, too. It took me back to when I gave a shit about my looks when I'm becoming a teenager and you start thinking about oh people are looking at you and like you need to like do your hair a certain way and you start caring about stuff where now I'm like who fucking cares guess what shirt I'm wearing for three days I don't care and oh shave my legs I will once this week but <laughs> then I used to I remember seventh grade I, I used to wake up at like three or four in the morning it would still be dark and I would go like shave my legs wash my hair straighten my hair like do makeup do actually to be honest I don't even think I was straightening my hair yet I think I was spraying my hair up on my back Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh, anyway, it was, but it's just funny how back then, like, that was important to me. So you get up and you do it. And now it's not. So I'm like, guess what's more important? Sleeping. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> did either of you, um, Kelly, did you go through that really caring about all that stuff or did it pass you by? No, I, I experienced it. And then I was like, sleep is everything. And I've been that way ever since. Yeah. Allison, you're going to become a morning person because you have kids now. This just happens. You have to force it, unfortunately. I, I just remember, like, I rem it wasn't that long ago that I was in her shoes, and I just I feel so much for her. I'm like, you can do this. That child is going to sleep through the night and going to take regular naps, and it's going to be awesome. Yes. Just hang on. And I love the whole Daniel waking up and seeing, you know, waking up to the baby crying and seeing the time. Was like, your turn, bitch. <laughs> I thought, wow, I never had help. I did it all. So the fact that he even wakes up in the middle of the night ever 
it's kind of awesome she has that kind of a partner right like my my husband helped as much as he could but I mean the fact that they're really you know taking turns on this I'm like this is pretty great you guys are gonna get this done yeah exactly it's it's good teamwork you're Mm -hmm. not gonna resent each other it's good it's like Jenna and Al they seem like they have a good system going and good teamwork and of course he's going to look at the time and be like, cool, it's on your it's on your watch this time. Like, that's fine. That's realistic. Because especially when you're sleep deprived, it's the worst feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. And then you're trying to not have your have anything happen to your baby. <laughs> so you have to be alert, but then you're not. And it's just, uh, yeah. And I really, I really related to, to Daniel being like, sometimes when Elliot cries, I just pretend to be asleep. <laughs> or like, he, and then I was like, that is relatable. It is so relatable. Like my, in the early days, my husband and I would play that game and it's like a game of chicken and I uh-huh. always lost Yep. because I'm, I'm the mom. Like I yep. can't deal with the crying. He can. Yeah. My husband can sleep through anything and I'm a light sleeper. So it'd be like one tiny, like, eh. I'm like, I'm up, I'm out, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I think it's cool that we're going on this little journey with her. I know I've said it before, but it's, it's fun. It's fun because every week is different. Every week, something changes with Elliot and she's going to see all these amazing things happening and, and it does get easier. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel and I hope they have a second one. I think it'd be really cool for them to have a boy and a girl and have both experiences. Yeah. I think pretty soon when Jenna gets back, we're going to find out if she's having a boy or girl. So that's right. It's going to be exciting. It's funny. I just assume it's going to be a girl. I think it's because we talked about, and Daniel said, he just imagines them with you know especially al with a gaggle of girls to raise which i totally picture that too but yeah i didn't even really dawn on me that they could have a son too yeah who knows their baby is due around the same time that samantha will be turning two yep i think so i think someone did the math maybe leanne i think she said something like oh wow they really like february i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) valentine's day yep i wonder if they were cleaning the closet again (laughs) the party closet Things happen when you clean the party closet. It's very romantic. <laughs> Sometimes the party closet needs to be cleaned. I feel like that should be a, a shirt of Jenna's. Things happen when you... You should make that for her. <laughs> Back to periods for half a second. A lot yes. of times with the new sponsors, I kind of like... I listen and I'm like, oh, that's cool. But it's not usually something that I can use or do. Except for, of course, Amazon, which we all use. But this first period kit like um, my daughter's 10 so who knows when that's going to happen I had mine at 15 but it can happen you know anytime (laughs) so it's just that feeling of kind of I feel like kind of um not in control of the situation because it's such a like my daughter and I we can really talk about anything I think and I think at that point we'll be able to but it's just very it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about and I think Raphael you saying bringing normalcy to it yeah I'm not going to be like hey why don't you follow Ali Siegel on Instagram and check out the period stains to really get you know your knowledge but somewhere in the middle of like having a conversation because I had to figure it out on my own and it was freaking scary so I want to be there for her and I don't know 100% how to because I didn't have that myself and it sounds like Allison didn't either but just having just a starter like here's the first period kit we don't know which we want in fact I think Jen sent me some books links to some books too that I need to purchase 
but I don't know. You're going to have to deal with it sure. in the immediate future. Well, you have to deal with this, but it's still on your radar. I mean, this is something you're going to have to deal with. Totally. And my, like, my mom didn't necessarily hand me a book, but she was kind of like, you're on your own. So, I mean, I'm going to try it. The goal is always to do better than our parents did. So right. if I even have a conversation with my daughter, I'm killing it. Uh, yeah. I just remember thinking, like, I didn't know what anything was. Like, I didn't know there mm-hmm. was more than one hole down there. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so I learned, honestly, I think from reading tampon box, like instructions in my mom's bathroom, like I would go and read. I think she, right. had, she had the today's sponge, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and so she found I, someone sponge worthy. Yes. Apparently it was my dad or maybe not according to maybe not who half my sister might be. Anywho, but the instructions, that's kind of how I was like, Oh, there's another, not that I ever used tampons back then, but it was just kind of like, that was a little bit of information, but I just really just had to do everything on my own. And it was, it was scary. So, and I like how Allison was so excited to get hers where I was like, no, I'm, I'm cool. I didn't realize how much was going to go with it either. I didn't realize all the pain and everything, but I mean, we get to have babies, so it's worth it. That's that's true. I just wanted boobs. I was like, where are these <laughs> boobs that I've been hearing that I'm going to get? And then I got my period and I got my boobs and I'm like, I don't want these anymore. Take them away, please. <laughs> mine barely, I don't, mine really never came in for a very long time. And I remember someone being like, it's really weird to see someone that's like overweight that doesn't have big boobs. <laughs> so rude. said that to me in seventh grade or maybe eighth grade. I was like, wow, that's true. I'm pretty flat chested. Thanks. Oh, and I'm fat. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. This is really good for my puberty times. Good for your (laughs) self-esteem. It really was. So the iTunes comment of the week is back and I think it's been back for the last two weeks. But I don't know Mm -hmm. if either of you have sent in one yet. I already have, and I kind of want to send in another one. But I think everyone needs to send them in, and she needs to talk about it more. So what if it's self-aggrandizing? She needs to get five stars from everybody who listens. With all of her downloads, she needs to have, she could, you know, her ratings would go way up. Or she'd be higher on the list or whatever. So We need to help help her grow this motherfucker. Exactly. So if you two haven't done it, do it tonight. Everyone listening, do it as soon as you hear this. Go give her, even if you don't write a comment, just do five stars. It takes two seconds. Speaking of comments, <laughs> and I love, I didn't say it again, but David Huntsberger, I really love him. I think his voice sounds like Casey Kasem and like Shaggy. I don't even know if that's the same, might be the same voice, but. That's so random. Casey Kasem and Shaggy. <laughs> well, listen back. It does. I'm like, his voice doesn't match his face, but then it kind of does. And then it doesn't again. Raphael, did you buy tickets to a show yet? Sorry, you caught me in the middle of a yawn. Um, Writing your checks. <laughs> no, we haven't bought the tickets yet. We're we were just texting about that, me and Rachel. So we, but we're gonna see John Henson and David Huntsberger back to back, and David is gonna be around at a few breweries doing comedy. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Yeah, he's really a great addition. I like him and I like John Henson. I think they're my top two favorites right now. Although I do like Jensen a lot. I love Jensen. I love Allie. I've grown to like John and I love me some David. So, so far she's batting a thousand. I think so too. And I think having the repeat fill in, I, we keep calling it that, but it still kind of is. There's more of a, a repeat aspect to it, which is nice because we're getting to know David Huntsberger and I like getting to know John Henson and it's, uh, it's nice. 
So I, I have a feeling David Huntsberger is going to be at Podcast Festival. You know, if I get to meet him after his show, I'm going to ask him Ooh. if he knows. I'm going to try to get the scoop. I want it to be him. Yes. But I'll be happy with whoever. Or Greg could show up. I'd be yes. okay with Oh, my gosh. Greg. I was thinking about that moment of him walking oh. through the room, and I'm like, Rafi! <laughs> <laughs> Greg's here. This little man in his backpack just went through the room. Yeah, no, when he was like walking straight at me and I was like, I know who you are. And he's looking at me like, who the fuck are you? Like, just I'm walking like a normal person. I felt like an idiot. But I, yeah, I I want to see him again. (laughs) I do too. I hope he comes back on again soon. I feel like the more time that passes, the more that it's not going to be Greg anymore. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. So David Huntsberger, where I was going with the comments is his Amazon review that he was talking about, the person that left him the one star on his special and how you can look at what the other person reviews. And I think that that whole thing is hilarious. Like, especially, I don't, I think Allison was saying she can't see it on Amazon anymore, but on Yelp or something, like, obviously I take it with a grain of salt when I look to see if something's good or not. If a lot of the negatives, I'll look and see what they said. And I'm like, okay. It's like, you see those reviews on Amazon where they say, just like what he was saying, like, oh, this didn't taste good. The dog bone didn't taste good it's like okay your dog is picky or just didn't like it it has nothing to do with it's just i don't know the whole thing is just silly the worst is oh well the packaging was wrong or they sent the wrong thing or whatever it is and that's it has nothing to do with the item you're fucking the whole system up true (laughs) was it claire that posted it on the facebook page yes and it was fucking hysterical hilarious and I was listening to the episode last night, and I was like, okay, the CD's called Hello Robot. It shouldn't be hard to find. And sure enough, I found this guy's, I mean, he has a lot of grievances. I mean, he's got of a grievance with he does. dog. Like, okay, in his defense, that dog toy, I have bought that for my dogs. My dogs didn't like it. But I didn't write a fucking review about it. I wasn't like, I put peanut butter all over it, and my dog still didn't like it. <laughs> and it had a bad flavor. I mean, did you ask the dog? Did the dog yeah. say, hey, this just is not working for me? I want you to let all the masses know that it just wasn't to my liking. I just like those people that feel like they need to get up on their soapbox. And it's like, yeah, if it's, I mean, you never know what your dog's going to like or your cat. Like Colonel Jeff was saying about the cat toys. Number one, the fact that he's reading reviews on Amazon for cat toys. Uh, oh, Jeff. But it's just, they're either going to like it or they're not. And it's a roll of the dice with dogs and even with kids too. If if I, one thing worked with my kids and then I got it for the baby I take care of and she didn't, it didn't work with her, but I'm not going to, a bad review. Like it just is either going to work or it's not. It's not, if it was like a piece of shit. Yeah. Write a bad review. But I think the guy with his no curtains and his shirt off smoking is the guy sitting and writing reviews all day. It has to be, it has to be him. I have a suggestion for the title of this episode. They were talking about Simon. And then the conversation was going, and then Allison, someone said, what is that? And then she said, big black disc. And I was like, where is this going? I, I had the same, I was like, brace myself, what's she doing? And I was like, am I listening to the right show? What's happening here? And then she said, colored. I'm like, okay, let's take it down. Okay, notch. okay, these are sensitive times that we're living in. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, things are so different now. I know. It's, yeah. I, I was uh, bracing myself. I liked that game, too, but I can't imagine buying it now and being, like, totally into it. Um, are there any nostalgic, like, games or toys or anything that you guys would be into? Like, maybe that you would drug a woman to play with? 
like G.I. Joe or Easy Bake Ovens? I don't know. I'm not a big fan of playing with toys. Well, well. No, what I have heard. <laughs> oh, I stepped right into that one. <laughs> Kelly, toys. I have an affinity for do you remember skip it's like oh yeah like i have a feeling that if i actually got one and tried it now i would be like fuck this this feels like exercise forget it i'm out <laughs> i remember like chinese jump rope in fifth grade i fucking was mm-hmm. obsessed with that that might be kind of fun I, but I, would, I don't even know what that is i'm really not very coordinated so i probably shouldn't try that it's been a few years it's what like is this, tiny jump it's rope? It's like a stretchy piece of elastic kind of rope that you put around each other's legs. All right. This is not coming out right or sounding right or are we talking correctly. What kind of toys are we talking about? Because this is sounding <laughs> a lot like bondage to me. <laughs> it's just like this long piece of rope and you stand like five feet apart and you put, you kind of wrap it around the bottom of your legs, the back of, your, of each of your legs, and then you kind of twist it and jump and do all these things. I will be Googling this, but I have never heard of it, and it, and your explanation has just confused me more. Put that safe search on. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, because Urban Dictionary, Chinese Jump Rope, who the fuck knows what you're going to get. I do love board games, and yes. okay. um, since so I'm moving home, that. I'm going to be close to family, and I'm going to make all those motherfuckers play board games, and they're going to yes. hate me for it, and I'm so excited. That's one thing I miss, is having game night. See, I can't get behind playing with toys, but games, I'm like, yes, board games are the best. And even ones that I'm horrible at, I'll still play them, Ruffy. Okay, what are you guys' <laughs> favorite board games? Because I was going to have a game night, like, everyone... Like kept coming over like the same time of the week, and I was like, "Oh, we should just make this a regular thing." And then when I tried to, is when everyone stopped coming around. <laughs> They're all, "Oh, great! So. He's implementing games. Fuck this!" You know what <laughs> game I really like is uh, Loaded Questions. That's a real fun game. It's just really fun. It brings out a, like fun conversations, and it's hilarious and it's easy. That's the best part. Having a game where you're like the rules are very simple, and you can just. The winner is based on whoever, like, when the judge wants it to be. So it's kind of simple. And, of course, Cards Against Humanity is fun. I like, I don't know if this is still a thing, but there used to be a game called Scategories. Oh, yeah, that's good. And that's my jam. I love it. We used to play Scategories, and then also we used to play Taboo, which was is really fun. Oh, yeah. And also another one I like is Imagine If. That's really fun. I've played, like, none of the games you mentioned. I'm just glad neither of you said Monopoly, because this might be a hot take, but I think Monopoly is fucking whack. (laughs) Controversial. (laughs) I play that with the kids, because it's that kind of level, but it's not, like, exciting, or it's not conversation-inducing or fun. It's just easy to understand, and I don't know, but it's just boring to me. The last game I bought that was going to be for the game night is a game called Pandemic, where there's, like, a disease outbreak, and you have to, like, contain it. No wonder you your friends see- didn't come over anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, we had such a fun time playing that, but I feel like, Lisa, you're more into the games where they're more interactive than, like, an actual game game. Probably. Like, rules. like, you're trying to come up with something funny to say or talk about, and, yeah, I think maybe that's more, but I, I can get behind other games too i mean let's see what did i play with the kids oh we put well with the kids i play like the monopoly games and payday and um life yahtzee i really love actually i can still get behind playing yahtzee i like that game yahtzee is amazing 
a good game to get the kids involved with that's easy for them to play with is uh, Ticket to Ride. I always Ooh. shout out Ticket to Ride. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to say strip poker. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's for your date nights. Oh, right. The last time... Okay, I'm kind of scarred from playing Monopoly. Um, the last time I played, I was a kid. My sister and I were over at a friend's house. And um, we two sisters lived there. And one sister got super pissed at the other. Picked up the board, folded it, flung it at her sister's face. Oh. It cut her right under the eye. She oh. had to go to the emergency room and get stitches. So, yeah, I'm not going to play that anymore. Yeah, that's traumatizing. It was kind of funny because the the sister was kind of egging the other one on but i was like i'm out i can't do this okay i have a similar story but it wasn't with games and it was me that did it (laughs) but and i think my brother was like maybe five and i was six i don't know i think i was i don't know if you remember the barbie clothes that used to come on like a cardboard back and you could like rip the plastic off and like take the clothes out he was being yes. mean or something, so I, like, frisbeed it at his face, and it sliced his eyeball, and he had to wear... Oh, my God. <laughs> he had to wear a patch for two weeks, or maybe even longer. I just remember I felt so bad, because I wasn't one of those kind of... Like, I wasn't like my sister. I wasn't, like, a mean person, but it was one of those, like, moments, and then you feel like complete shit. But still, to this day, when we're playing board games, even though that wasn't a board game... <laughs> Whenever anyone throws a card or anything, I'm like, don't do that. You could put, you could cut somebody's eye. Oh my gosh. And every time I talk to my brother, I'm like, just so you know, that comes up still. Like I, it's a, it's a warning. Wow. We are just, wow. So Rafi, I'm guessing you didn't pick a JMO, but. I did. Oh, look at you. All right. What JMO spoke to you that you want to chat about? So John Schember said. When people use the current year to remark on modern progress, I imagine people in the 1700s doing the same. I thought that was funny, but I just liked the fact that David Huntsberger said (laughs) that he hopes that in 2093 people say, doing it for the nine tray or something like that. (laughs) I wrote that down because I'm like, I'm sure Ravi's going to know what the hell that means. I never even heard that before. Right, so I thought I knew the exact song that said that, but then I listened to it, and he just says, uh, so I, I was like, they did do this in rap in the early 90s a lot, so I was like, I'm going to write down everyone I can think of <laughs> off the top of my head, and I came up with three, but um, on Dr. Dre's The Chronic intro, Snoop says Nine Deuce, um, the song I thought David was talking about was MC8, Straight Up Menace, and he says Nine Trey. But he actually says 9-3, so uh-huh. I don't know which song he was referencing. But um, And then on Biggie's album, Method Man says, 94, Rugged War, Ugh. kicking down your goddamn door. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't think of any more, but if anyone knows of any, please. Oh, yes. Write them on Facebook or tweet me. Cause <laughs> Just tweet, this, DM, uh, slip into Rafi's DMs. Nobody else, I mean, everybody wants to hear about it. It was exactly what we were talking about last week, Rafi, how... To me, I feel like, well, a lot of songs, and we were talking about movies, but especially rap songs, to me, I feel like they always have something dated. Like, they timestamp mm-hmm. their music, like, right away. But obviously, I'm, I don't know much rap, so what I do here, all this Nine Trey, of course. Um, also, <laughs> Salt and Peppa's None of Your Business, There, there is there's a reference to that, 93, something like that. 
Hmm. Gonna have to look it up. All right, we'll have to look that. There's so many music references now, but I'm sticking with my two crappy ones that I'm gonna do. <laughs> Kelly, any JMO spoke to you? No, not really. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I wrote down. I didn't write down who wrote this, but the cheek stretching to minimize wiping one. <laughs> Number one, I feel like it's right up Allison's show's alley. I don't think that that's going to help unless you have really runny. If you have like two and a halfs or threes, maybe. Are you trying to like not? I, I don't know. I don't think that's going to help. Do you think that would help? I mean, we don't know their situation. True. And we can't judge. Well. So who knows? Well, let's just uh, let's start. <laughs> that could have gone right with the standing and wiping and the, the pulling to stretch. I just feel like you're going to do damage. Isn't that what Mark said, something about hemorrhoids? Yeah, I think somebody, there was talk naturally of poop and he talked about um, not, st- oh, no, no, no. Um, we were talking about, or he was, Allison was talking about how when she was giving birth to Elliot and she was crowning, yes. like her, her doctor was like, easy, <laughs> let's not go into it. Let's, let's wait. And then, um something about hemorrhoids came up. Yeah, it's pretty fun being a woman. I think uh, hemorrhoids is a good place to end it. Support Allison's show, of course. If you want to be on this show, email me, bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at jmos and bffs. Kelly, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Satchels of Gold, and I am working out a Roseanne podcast, and I'm super excited about it. I love that you're doing that. Do you have a name yet? Obviously, you don't have to say it if you do, but do you have a name I, yet? I do. The name of the podcast is going to be Loose Meat. Oh, yeah. Bravo. Thank you. Bravo. Thank you. <laughs> that is amazing. That is so cool. I'm so glad you're doing that. I'm so, so glad you're doing that. Well, keep us uh, abreast of anything that's going on and... And, um, of course, on the Facebook page, let us know. And I always retweet whatever you, you know, we'll plug you. We've got to get you out Thank there. Thank you. And little Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at RMC Guitars. You can find me in Orange County in a couple of weeks. And thank you, Kelly, for requesting me to be on here with you. But if you want to be on because you're sick of hearing my dumb voice... You can talk to Lisa, and you can be on the Best Friends fan cast. And I have not seen a lot of Roseanne, but I would gladly you be should. on that show as well. I need both of you on. 89 to 91 are the only years that really matter, but you're still going to have to do the other ones. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I, I'm just going to pretend that, like the last season didn't happen, but yes. we'll just have to get through it. You will. It'll be it'll be really fun. And Kelly, do you think that people are tired of hearing of Little Rafi? Never. He, like you said before we recorded, he's a fan favorite. A fan favorite. So absolutely. I'm gonna go out I, on a limb I, here, Rafi. Can I say something? Sure. Remember last week I was gonna ask you an, an uncomfortable question. Ooh. What if I just ask you right now? <laughs> do it. <laughs> do you want to just do this with me every week, Little Rafi? Every week. Correct. <laughs> And we'll still have everybody else on, but, well, think about it. Um, you're asking me to be, like, a permanent co-host? Correct. You know, I tell you every time you ask me that I'll record whenever you want, so my answer is yes. Yay! Alright, awesome. Okay, cool. Put that baby to bed. Alright, well, Brittany, I love you, I miss you, you're so good-looking. The odds are that we Probably be all 
Chipotle doesn't have queso. Fuck melted cheese.